from the studios of Adventist World Radio in Pune. From Adventist World Radio in Pune. A warm welcome to you as you join us. This is our international English service. In our program today, we bring inspirational music, health talk on principles of life that are basic. With more enjoyable music, you'll also hear God's word to enrich you spiritually. This is your host, Sharad. And I'm Maureen, and you're listening to Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope. Let's begin our program with a song.
It's time to hear a health talk. Stay with us. Breast cancer. Dr. Richard Yuki, a medical doctor working in the United States, says that breast cancer is a disease that can occur in both men and women. Although it is overwhelmingly a disease found in women, it is one of the most common cancers in the countries such as the United States and some European countries. Today, I wish to talk about breast cancer because survival rates for the disease are slowly improving thanks to the early detection and new treatments and because there are a number of things the average woman can do to lower her risk of developing the disease. The earliest evidence of breast cancer is usually that a woman feels a breast lump or a thickening that feels different than the surrounding tissue. The size and the shape of the breast will begin to change and a bloody discharge from the nipple may develop. The nipple may become inverted and the skin of the nipple and breast may start to peel or flake. The skin over the breast may begin to redden and pit like the skin of an orange. Pressing on the skin of the breast may cause an indentation that persists for some time after the pressure is released. Breast cancer most often begins in the ducts of the breast that carry milk to the nipple rather than in the cells that produce the milk. Breast cancer's true cause is not fully understood, but an association with women's hormones is known to exist. The cause is probably a combination of your genetic makeup and risk factors resulting from your lifestyle and the environment. 5-10% to of breast cancers are linked to damaging changes in the genes that are passed within families from one generation to the next. Doctors can test you from these defective genes and if they are present, you are unfortunately at an increased risk of both breast cancer and cancer of your ovaries. There are some known risk factors for breast cancer. Although most women who develop breast cancer have no known risk factors other than they are women. Age is a risk factor. Women who are older than age 60 are at a greater risk than are younger women. I already talked about genetic changes in your family increasing your risk of both breast and ovarian cancer. Women who have been exposed to radiation to their chest as a child or young adult, women who are overweight and women who drink alcohol are all at increased risk. Interestingly, women who started their menstrual periods at an age younger than age 12 or who have stopped having them over age 55 are at increased risk. Finally, if you had your first child at an age over 35, you are at an increased risk. There are a number of specific tests your doctor can use to make a diagnosis of breast cancer. A mammogram is an x-ray of the breast. It is commonly used to screen for breast cancer because it can identify breast abnormalities. Breast ultrasound is a machine that uses sound waves to produce images of the interior of the breast and it can identify abnormalities within the breast. A woman can very effectively do self-examination and find a breast abnormality. If you or your doctor find an abnormality by any of these means, a small sample of the abnormal area can be removed 
and examined under a microscope to make the definite diagnosis. Surgery is the usual treatment for breast cancers that are found while they are still at an early stage. Small tumors can be removed along with a small margin of normal breast tissue surrounding the tumor, saving the breast itself. Large tumors require removal of the entire breast. Breast cancers spread through your lymph nodes to your armpit. So the lymph nodes there will be removed at the time of surgery and examined for spread of the disease. If there has been spread, the woman will typically receive radiation therapy to the chest wall once the surgery heals and she will probably also receive chemotherapy, drugs that can kill cancer cells. Because there is an association between breast cancer and women's hormones, medicines that block the effect of these hormones are frequently given. These medicines either block female hormones from attaching to the cancer cells or they stop your body from making the hormones. You can do some things that are very helpful to prevent getting breast cancer or to find it early when it can be successfully treated. First, examine your breasts at least once a month. You will become familiar with how your breasts feel and if a change begins to develop, you will feel it very early. The earlier a breast cancer is treated, the better the cure rate. Women who have their cancer diagnosed before it has spread can expect a cure rate nearly 100%, whereas the 5-year survival of widely spread breast cancer is only about 16%. If you are over the age of 40 and live in an area where x-rays are available, getting a mammogram every year can help to make an early diagnosis. Since drinking alcohol increases your risk of breast cancer, don't drink alcohol. Because being overweight increases your risk of developing breast cancer, exercise about 30 minutes a day to stay in shape and avoid high-fat diets and overeating so you don't become overweight. This is especially important in older women who are postmenopausal. It is known that breastfeeding decreases the risk of developing breast cancer. So if it is possible, breastfeed your babies. Finally, some women have so many symptoms following menopause that the doctor puts them on replacement hormones. Replacement hormones will increase your risk of developing breast cancer. So if you don't really need them to control intolerable symptoms, it is best that you do not take them. Thank you for our nice health talk. We are sure it was hope for the despondent, cheer for the sick, and rest for the weary. Keep listening to AWR. It will open the door to a new experience in your life. To know more on our program, you are welcome to write to us on Adventist World Radio, Post Box Number 17, Pune, 411-001, Maharashtra, India. You can also email us on Adventist Media Center at gmail.com. You could also hear all our programs on our website. That's on awr.org slash English program. Before you hear God's word, here's another song. Coming are here. We've heard about the 
Welcome to Jesus 101, introducing you to the real Jesus. And now, here's your host, Elizabeth Talbot with Mike Tucker. I'm Mike Tucker. And I'm Elizabeth Talbot. Elizabeth was telling us a story about a family who loved to do puzzles, but as they neared completion of the puzzle, they noticed that some of the pieces were missing. So, Elizabeth, what happened to those pieces? Well, it's very interesting because they realized right away, looking at the big picture, that the ones that were missing were actually the dark pieces, and, mm-hmm. and they thought to talk to the little girl of the family. So they yeah. went to this little girl that was about four years old, and, and they said, so do you know where all these pieces are that mm-hmm. are missing here? She said, yes, and she took them to the sofa, and underneath this pillow, yeah. she had hidden all the little, <laughs> all the she, pieces of the, uh, the dark pieces. No, why? Why? Yeah, and, she's, and they said that. Why? <laughs> why <are> you? <laughs> And she said, because they look ugly, they look like bugs. You oh, know, they no. were all dark and they had legs and they scared me. So I decided to, um, to hide them. To yeah. hide them. And they I said can't to, see them. They don't exist. Yeah. And they said to her, well, you know, the dark pieces actually fit. They have a place in the big picture and mm-hmm. we can only have the complete picture when we put the dark pieces in them. Oh. So they, they took her there and they completed the, the puzzle in front of her so that she could see the big picture. And I thought... What a great lesson. It's you know? a great lesson for life because, you know, our lives are not just about the beauty. There are dark pieces to each puzzle of life. Yes, and actually we got to take the pieces and stop hiding them and, and right. face them and see where they fit. You mm-hmm. know, some of us had to go through all kinds of things trying to figure out, okay, how does this fit in my That's life? Right. You know, That's and, right. and a beautiful picture emerges when you make uh, difficult times in your life part of who you become. That's right. We all have pain and sorrow. Yes. And that really becomes a part of the big picture, making you who you are. And you can respond to that pain and sorrow by focusing on that or seeing the big picture. That's with the right. Pain and See, for example, I have worked with people, for example, that are counselors for AA, for Alcoholic, right. uh, Alcoholic Anonymous, or, or they were alcoholics before. That's and right. they a lot become, of them have been. And they have come to process that. They have mm-hmm. gone to therapy, to 12 programs, and they come to a place where now they, the big picture is beautiful That's because right. they can use their dark moments mm-hmm. to minister to others. And God is glorified through that process. I've seen the same thing happen in counseling victims of abuse, mm. where even the the ugliness of the past becomes a part of the big mosaic now that is mm. the beauty of their lives. Yeah, and today we're going to talk about, uh, you know, a very difficult time in Jesus' life, uh, right following the Garden of Gethsemane where we um, went yesterday's, uh, mm-hmm. with yesterday's program. And he has to go through this uh, arrest. And he's mm-hmm. been arrested and he's taken from one court to the other. Right. And it's very interesting because this is a dark time. Oh, yes. You know, and he puts it into the big picture. He's mm-hmm. constantly bringing up the fact that there's more going on than one meets the eye, right. that this is only one little piece mm-hmm. to the big picture. Yeah. So maybe we can start, um, you know, after he's in the garden and, and Judas uh, kisses him. him, kissed yeah. him, and Jesus said, you've betrayed me with a kiss. Go yes, on. and so then we uh, get into this dialogue where Jesus shows that he knows what the big picture is at yeah. all times. And verse 51, maybe in Matthew 26, let's take it from verse 51. With that, one of Jesus's companion reached for his sword, drew it out, and struck the servant of the high priest, cutting off his ear. Put your sword back in its place, Jesus said to him, for all who draw the sword will die by the sword. Do you think I cannot call on my father, and he will at once put at my disposal more than twelve legions of angels? But how then would the scriptures be fulfilled uh, that say it must happen 
in this way. See, Jesus is constantly aware that there is a big picture. And, right. and we told you when we started in our first week of January that we believe with all of our hearts that all the law, the prophets and the Psalms, the whole Jewish scriptures were talking about Jesus. All pointing forward to Jesus, find their fulfillment in him and in his life. That's right. And Jesus says, you know, if... Don't you think I have angels and, and, and I have power? But mm -hmm. this is a little part of the big picture. Right. And the big picture is that salvation has come to humankind. Right. And this is part of it. That's right. So we need to make it fit in the big picture. And the big picture is that prophecy had foretold all of this. This was happening just exactly as it was supposed to. And Jesus understood that. This was about our salvation. This was about fulfilling prophecy because all of those Old Testament prophecies pointed forward to this time. Yeah, and, and he says that again in the, in the next two verses. Mm -hmm. We are in Matthew 26, now 55 and, and 56. At, at that time, Jesus said to the crowd, I, Am I leading a rebellion that you have come out with swords and clubs to capture me? Every day I sat in the temple courts teaching, and you did not arrest me. But this has all taken place that the writings of the prophets might be fulfilled. So Jesus is constantly aware that there is a big picture to this. And then all the disciples uh, left him, like he had been said That's in right. the previous chapter, mm -hmm, as you remember. Mm -hmm. And uh, then he sees and taken to Caiaphas or Caiaphas or Caiaphas, mm -hmm. uh, you know, there's many ways yeah. to say this, the high priest. That's right. And they, um, you know, they're going to go into this uh, time of questioning. And uh, it's very interesting because if you, now we know we know perfectly who Jesus is. And, right. and you see the high priest uh, talking to Jesus mm -hmm. in this way. And, mm -hmm. and, you know, you want to punch this guy. <laughs> it does make you angry to listen to his, yeah, his, his questioning. Like, to, what's to wrong this. with you? That's Don't right. you realize that the Son of God is in front of you? How dare you speak to, I know. to the Son of God? And yet one gospel account tells us that it was a soldier that struck Jesus That's, when he answered. Uh, yes. And you so know. we can go on verse 59. Verse 59, it says, uh, the chief priest and the whole Sanhedrin were looking for false evidence against Jesus so that they could put him to death. But they did not find any, though many false witnesses came forward. Finally, two came forward and declared, this fellow said, I am able to destroy the temple of God and rebuild it in three days. And so the high priest stood up and said to him, do you not answer? What is it that these men are testifying against you? Mm -hmm. and, and Jesus kept silent. And the high priest said to him, I command you or adjure you yeah. by the living God. I mean, he's even using God's name. That's you know, right. Yeah. That you tell us whether you are the Christ, the Son of God. And yeah. then Jesus says something very important. Yeah. Verse 64. Yes, it is as you said. It, you say, Jesus replied. But I say to you, all of you, in the future, you will see the Son of Man sitting at the right hand of the Mighty One and coming on the clouds of heaven. Okay, this is when Jesus says, okay, let me tell you what the big picture is. Yeah. I know that this is a dark moment and you guys think you're getting me and, and it looks like I'm being defeated and it looks like you guys are going to kill me and actually you are. That's right. But let me tell you what the big, the big picture, picture is. is. You don't win. You, you're asking me if I am the Christ, the Son of God, yeah. let me tell you who I am. That's right. And he says, the next thing you see is going to be the Son of Man sitting at the right hand of power coming on the clouds of heaven. Yeah. Now, now, that was actually the prophecy that we That's have right. talked to you in the past. So, why don't we go, go there again? Go back to again. Daniel, yes. chapter so, 7, verse 13. Yeah, th don't forget that the book of Daniel um, many times is talked about from the Gospels mm -hmm. because 
of the vision that there was one that, like a son of man, that would be coming and right. establishing an everlasting kingdom. And that uh, term "son of man" is the uh, term that Jesus most often applied to himself. Yeah, it's very interesting because uh, the high priest says, "Are you the son of God?" Yeah, and he answered by saying, "I am the son of man." The son of man. That's <laughs> but right. the issue was that there is a veiled messianic title that's here. Right. This is actually the king. That's so right. let's read that, Daniel Verse seven. Verse thirteen of Daniel seven. In my vision at night, I looked. And there before me was one like a son of man, coming with the clouds of heaven. He approached the Ancient of Days and was led into his presence. He was given authority, glory, and sovereign power. All peoples, nations, and men of every language worshipped him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion that will not pass away, and his kingdom is one that will never be destroyed. Oh, I love the fact that Jesus, in this dark moment... Mm-hmm. goes to the real big picture. That's right. You know, he he understands this is going to be difficult. And we just uh, had the program on the Garden of Gethsemane where mm-hmm. he really had to face this cup of judgment. Mm-hmm. And he's saying, I know this is going to be difficult. I know these are dark pieces. And believe me, I tried to put them under the pillow. That's right, yeah. <laughs> but, I'd like to hide these two. Yeah, but the truth is they are necessary pieces to mm-hmm. see the whole beauty of in this case, of the picture of salvation. You know, I think Jesus could identify with a little girl in your story because he did ask to be delivered from this cup if possible. He said, can we put the dark pieces under the pillow if possible? But he realized then, no. No, we can't. The the big picture says that we cannot do this. Mm -hmm. I have to drink this cup. Yes, it's the only way. that The dark cup is the way that we're going to accomplish the beautiful picture of salvation. So Jesus says to, to the high priest, Look. <laughs> Here's the big picture, buddy. Yes, and I am accomplishing far more than you're realizing right, right now. And very soon I'm going to yeah. be coming in the clouds of heaven. And uh, and he's implying to this man, you are helping fulfill prophecy by arresting me, <laughs> putting me on trial and crucifying me. You're fulfilling prophecy, only you don't even know it. That's right. And the high priest, this, oh, look at this blasphemy. Yeah. He deserves to die. And, yeah. and, and verse 67 and 68 gets darker and darker. Look what That's they right. do to him. Uh, then they spit in his face and struck him with their fist. Others slapped him and said, prophesy to us, Christ, who hit you? And Christ, of course, is a title, not not his name. Yes. His name is not Jesus Christ. It's yes. Jesus, whose title is the, the Christ. The Christ, we get it from the Greek Christos, That's which right. means anointed one. It's the same uh, name as Messiah in, right. in Hebrew. That's right. and, and they're laughing at him because hey, he's... Messiah, quote, who hit you? <laughs> yeah, because he, he just quoted prophecy and he says, mm-hmm. oh, you want to quote prophecy? Yeah. We're going to slap you and you're going to prophesy who hit you. That's right. Uh, can, can you believe the mockery? Oh. And and what helped Jesus at that moment was to keep the big picture in mind. That's right. And actually, the big picture included uh, you and included me being that's saved right. and Jesus coming in the clouds and meeting with us. That's right. And that was, that's what he kept in his mind. Jesus was not detoured by the ugliness that came his way. Hmm. He did not take the personal insults and focus on that. Instead, he focused upon you, upon me upon our sin, upon drinking the cup that he had to drink in order to win our salvation. Mm. He looked at the big picture of justifying us and reconciling us to the Father. That yeah, could not have happened without his yes, drinking this cup. And if you are going through a dark time, remember this. This has a place in a bigger picture. That's and right. the bigger picture really is, is God wants you, you know, next to him. He does. And he has a plan for your life. And even the darkness is a part of that plan. He will see you through it. He will take you to be with Him. That is His promise. With this, we have almost come to the end of our broadcast. To know more on God's Word, you are always welcome to write to us on 
Adventist World Radio Post Box number 17 Pune 411001 Maharashtra India You may also email us on Adventist Media Center at gmail.com We also invite you to visit our website for these programs and that is awr.org/englishprogram This is your host Sharad and I'm Maureen signing off from Adventist World Radio. Do join us again along with your family and friends. Until then we wish you goodbye and God bless you.